Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have uh, Frank Abrams on from G-Score, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the use case for G-Score. So let's, let's Hi, see. William. How you doing, brother? I was about to say, and Frank, do us a favor and introduce yourself and then introduce G-Score. Sure. I'd be happy to do that. So personally, I've been in tech development for over 20 years. I've done a lot of um, innovation, in-store digital marketing, what I would call consumer digital media, radio streaming. Uh, in the HR space, uh, recruiting, consulting, and also HR tech solutions, mobile apps and job board widgets. And we now have G-Score, which I believe is the best thing I've ever worked on. Well, let's just get right into that. What is G? What is G-Score? What does it do? Okay. Well, G-Score is uh, unique, and it's... Uh, a service that scores a job seeker for any job posting anywhere in a few seconds. Uh, what would that mean? It would mean that uh, using a widget inside a job posting or on a search page, you will get your score in a few seconds. And, and this, go ahead. No, no. Continue. I was just going to say, and, and really it comes out of, um, trying to bring balance into the relationship between job seekers and hiring companies or hiring managers. And it is reducing a huge issue in HR, huge, which is there's too many unsuitable job applicants. And so it gets to the quality over quantity. Correct. And so right now, candidates uh, that, that have received their G-score, recruiters, hiring managers, what's been the feedback so far? Uh, people love it. Um, okay. mostly because it's a bit of a behavior changer. You know, if you go and do a job search in any of the major job portals, you're going to get 500 or 1,000 results. If you're looking for a business analyst in your neighborhoods, you're going to get thousands. So how do you deal with that? How do you know which one to even look at, never mind apply to? So by scoring that, people can get an indication which one they should have some interest in such as if they're getting a score in the 60s, probably not. If they're seeing a score in the 80s or 90s and passing a threshold, then for sure they should explore it and probably apply. Right. So so how do, when re- recruiters look at this from a workflow perspective, where do they put, the, where do they put G-score in their funnel? Okay, well, there's some sort of um, things happening where, the, the first thing is a hiring manager who, say, is covering off a set number of uh, searches or placements, they can use the tools on their own without uh, really working that hard internally to get approvals or get the technology tested out. So they can test it. They can fall in love with the scoring. We have a job uh, poster. We call it the job poster extension, mm-hmm. which is very simple. And what it does is it gives the um, hiring manager the opportunity to launch the extension over one of their job posts 
upload some resumes and we'll score them for free, free forever. And they can look at how we came up with the scores and say, well, that jives with my feeling on these candidates or doesn't. And we feel that's going to improve their interest in it and really get them to fall in love with the scoring. So when you do the first, when you do the demo, let me, let's, let's step backwards for just a second with G-Score. So a recruiter or you, you find a talent acquisition professional or somehow they reach out to you. Either way, doesn't really matter. First thing you're going to do, I'm assuming is either get them to take a G-Score themselves uh, and or do a demo of the software. So let's start with there. What, what would you like for them to do first? Okay, so our use case, which we'll get into in a, in a couple of minutes, but it really is our, our primary um, client is a job portal. Okay. As opposed to uh, corporate HR, it does work well with corporate, corporate HR, for example, but mostly job portal. So take the example of, say, snag a job. Right. Our snack. So, and I know this, this will be relevant to you. Uh, so, with Snag, for example, uh, one of their one of the things that they're doing to for their business is they're working with hiring companies, not just putting in job postings, not just selling them premium placements. They also have marketing programs, and to stay relevant and to stay competitive and to keep pace against the hundreds of other job portals and ad aggregators and indeed, um, they need as much value as possible for those uh, hiring companies to spend money with them. And that's what G-Score is. It's a scoring service that enhances what they offer to their clients. Okay. And do you, uh, do you does G-Score, uh, right now work more on the corporate market with uh, corporate recruiters and hiring managers, or does it, can it work with staffing or RPO players where it's kind of a more one-to-many model? Great question. So the use case is really split um, in, into two. So on the one hand, one the use case, which is the embedded scoring widget, which sits right inside the job post or the search page, okay, that is targeted to either job portals, corporate HR, and retained search. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly to provide um, higher value marketing programs for client retention, higher revenues. The staffing side, which is filling contracts on a contingency basis or even contingent recruiters, filling job searches on a contingency basis, that's a, a little bit different. We've got a tweak on that. And the tweak on that is we have processes for what we call batch scoring. So if they hand us 20 or 30 million resumes and say, this is our resume database, uh, we have a new contract coming in. How do we cope with finding a short list of high scoring job seekers? And that's our job. So a little bit different, but most of it's uh, interoperable. So, so as you developed this and as you got deeper into uh, selling it, et cetera, what, what did you find or what have you found so far that it's displaced? Well, that's an amazing question because it really doesn't displace anything. It can operate outside. It's not, 
you know, we're not trying to um, get someone to switch. Right. Okay. It will work with anybody's backend HR technology. It's, it's, it operates really in the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, there's a built-in dashboard right into the widget that you toggle to. And if you don't like our dashboard, we'll give you the API to integrate it with your own. So we're not out to, to become sort of a tool to use with Bullhorn or something like that. You know, I've rejected that. We're totally um, separate. So we're really not tr- looking for them to switch from something else. It's so, sort of an add-on. But what we are looking for is those job portals and those staffing agencies to come to a buy versus a build decision and say, it's not worth it for us to build this because G-Score has a complete focus on scoring. They've got amazing scoring validation, all these other good things. So why should, and it's fairly inexpensive. So why should we try and build it ourselves? And that's our challenge. So somebody like a major job portal, and I don't want to, you know, right, 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 select right. anybody, but they can make the decision. Yes, yeah, scoring is the way of the future, because William, G score actually is kind of like an AR layer. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a, a layer on top of the job posting, right. and because the scoring is highly visual, uh, the the UI and the relationship tool within the widget is quite powerful and it operates sort of as augmented reality above, above the job posting. So what we want to do is, is have them come to that decision point and say, we want to be moving into the future more than just posting jobs because really what competitive advantage are we going to have with that long-term? So, uh, and, 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 and again, you, because you've been doing this for a while, I, I know you're already getting these questions, but what do people need to know about bias, hiring bias and scoring? Okay. So yeah, great question. So let's talk about that. So let me break down a little bit about the scoring. Uh, first of all, um, I would say that we have what I call a proprietary algorithm which is advanced uh, matching science, which everybody uses. You know, we use generic words, phrases, and acronyms. We also have domain-specific word, phrases, and acronyms. But we also have custom scoring modules. And we're using techniques to really mitigate. One thing is we're trying to fix inferior job postings that are crummy and are hard to score. Um, So there's no bias yet, in my opinion. We also have... 12 real-world recruiting factors. Uh, Can't disclose all of them, but one of them is commuting distance. And there's others. And that's really from recruiting experience saying, what are the some of the real things that contribute to a successful process down to a hire, successful hire? And finally, we have a complete validation program. So there is no interest in the person's name, their age. We don't score for... Uh, age, for example, we don't look back and when they graduated and say, wow, this person's like <laughs> 60s or 70s. There's none of that. No gender, no ethnicity. You know, we just, 
it's just not in there um, for us to mess around with. I'm sure there's always some kind of bias arguments that right. people can make, like commuting distance, for example. Um, one of your colleagues, uh, John Sumser, said to me, uh, yeah, but, you know, commuting distance can be biased because of the public transport system and transportation, all that. And I suppose there's some truth to that, but uh, it's just a small factor and we calculate it as the crow flies. And that's sort of the decision we had to make. So where does, where does G-score work the best? Like, is it like industries? I know the natural industry works everywhere. Uh, and I totally get that. But like right now, is it bank tellers? Is it call center positions? Is it software engineers? Like where, where do you think right now it's just such an easy such an easy sell because it just works really, really well here. Um, I know the data science team is really working hard to find ways to improve job postings mm-hmm. and to improve resumes. And, and actually our interface has something called add, share and fix where you can add more decision-making data Uh, And we also have what's called component scores and remedial actions. So let's say you get a score of 75 um, and and one of the component scores is a little bit low. You look at your action item. It might involve uh, fixing your resume. It might involve delivering a cover letter or references or a success story, something like that. So we're working on both ends. On the job posting side, we've got techniques to um what we call sister posts so we have a job posting that's deficient so we have techniques to really beef that up um using other job posts a lot of unique things we're doing so this is that's the track we're on as far as the specific industry the way that we develop that success or that focus is with custom scoring programs So in the case of a a job portal that let's say is focused on chemical engineers, when we develop a custom scoring program, which is the value to the portal uh, and ultimately the value to their clients because they're gonna get better candidates scored better. uh, We have a, a process to develop a custom scoring program and that's where we get the success. Okay. So it, it, it happens as a result of our work, not just right. naturally. Sure, sure. And the way that you currently price, not the specific pricing, but the way that you price um, uh, G-score right now. Sure. So um, let me first say that one of, one of the reasons I built that uh, job poster extension, which I said the company or the hiring manager can kind of preview the scoring for their own candidates because I felt, you know, they're not going to, they'll be resistant to embedding JavaScript into some pages and t- I just, this is the easiest way. Let them just try it. And it works the same way as the scoring widget. But one of my fears is let's say a company uh, hiring a job portal has 20,000 job postings mm-hmm. and the, sponsor the the leadership says 
Frank, we like it and we want to try it. We'll put it into these five job posts. So I, I, I'm not prepared to do that. So we want a minimum of say 25% of the active job posts. There will be a setup fee. Mm -hmm. And then we have what I call volumetric pricing where there's a very small declining unit cost for each time the widget loads in a browser tab and a very small unit cost for each time a score is delivered. And that's, that's the pricing model. And, and it's the pricing model. So let's talk a little bit about uh, selling this internally. So once you've kind of talked to a uh, talent acquisition team, they need to get be able to buy in, you know, from the rest of their team, and obviously from hiring managers, and possibly to CHRO and CFO. Uh, CFO, uh, what's their best course of action? You know, if you if you think of the price, quality, speed triangle, what's their best course of action in terms of selling this internally? A um, couple directions. One is believing that the scoring is good. Right. Okay. Validating that. And we have that tool, the extension that can do that. Another is demos. It's very visual. When people see a stack of 10 jobs and a search results and they all have little folders with colored scores on them, they get it instantly. The, the behavioral change that's possible for job seekers. So it's very visual. So a demo is very important. Uh, obviously we wanna sell it at the highest level of someone who has the um, is willing and able to um, enter into a two-year program. I should have mentioned that too. Right. So we're looking for a two-year commitment. And um, yeah, so I think that if a hiring manager falls in love with it, which we hope is what happens, or a talent acquisition person, they have all kinds of ways to try it out, even on their own postings, just on their own, like, Right. Two minutes to do it. Then it, they want to help sell it internally. That's great. And we want to sell it sort of uh, site wide, either to a job portal or corporate HR is fine for their own site. Yeah, I think so. That's just making sure that we, they understand the case when they're, you know, it's when you're not there, how do they represent G score? You know, how they tell that G score story. Because when you're there, it's easier because you can show them and you can tell them and you can kind of prompt them and all of those things. But when you're, when you're not there and they've got to go tell their team about it or when they've got to go tell their, their, uh, you know, their boss or whatever, how do they represent G score without you there? Yeah. Well, they, they can provide the link to the extension and say, sure. go to one of our job postings, launch it, upload a few resumes and you'll see it. The the absolute bottom line, William, has got to be attacking a huge issue for them, which is cutting back on suitable job applicants. Right. And all the, also the collateral damage from that, which is what, how much work is required dealing with unsuitable people so they're not angry and they're not, you know, disenchanted or they feel like all kinds of things. So it's the fact that this cuts down on suitable job applicants because it changes behavior. And so I, I, getting back to that just for a second, what, what, words, hmm, what words have you heard people use to describe G-score? Like when they, you know, that, that old game where it's like, okay, 
you describe me, you know, tell me what you've heard. You know, we just went through a bit. You saw some things. What, what words do you use or what would, would you use to describe? What are they using to describe G-score? Like, do they call it something? And, and that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, what is that? What do they, what do they think it is? You know, is it, is it a rating for, for, uh, for, for job posting? Like what, what do they think of it as? Cause because again, whenever you're dealing with something relatively new, uh, positioning in their minds, but also getting them to position it, position it in others appropriately um, is always one of the hardest tasks, right? So what words are you feeding them and what words are coming back to you in that process? I think we want, yeah, well, first of all, it's, this is the job seeker score for that job. Okay. That's it. That's, okay. The, that's their score. The job okay. seeker score. It doesn't and it's a snapshot in time because they can do things to increase their score a little bit, which only helps the hiring manager by getting more decision-making data. This includes questions we can ask, surveys, for example. If you're dealing in something uh, in the healthcare field and you want to know if somebody has a certain kind of uh, course completed or certification, we can ask that right in the widget real time. And which is quite powerful and we can, we store all the results. So when it comes to looking at that candidate with an 81, not only are you gonna see the resume, but you might have the record of that conversation, surveys, answers to questions, that kind of thing, which is not really something people get. Right. And it's not a chat bot, you know, there's no chat bots are involved. Uh, it's, a little, it's a little different. I think it, that's what it is. It's the bottom line is this is the job seeker score. It's highly visual. Um, it's, it's, I can't show you over the podcast, but that's what it is. It, it, it's striking. And that's what they see. And the, there's no doubt about what it is. Okay. So one of the things we'll back up to, because I know users uh, and listeners are going to want to know is um, when they get a score, and uh, obviously they want to make their score better. Does it have a recommendation engine inside that basically says, do these five things to increase your score? In a way. In a way, uh, yeah. We show the component scores of their score. Right. And then we give them action items, which are really remedial action items. Right. And by the way, we also have remedial action items for the job poster the, for the hiring company as well. So when you're going on the dashboard and you're looking oh, nice. at a score, there's no point in us telling the job the hiring manager what are the remedial actions for the job seeker. I guess they could, but more importantly is to say, look, your job posting compared to 50 or 100 sister posts in the same realm are is terrible. And this is what's wrong with it. And you know, you know better than I do that some of these new these new job posts are ridiculous. Right. <laughs> They're one or two sentences. Yeah. We've, we've got an amazing Asian chef every afternoon and the foosball table is ready for you. Honestly. So, you know, so we do have these remedial actions that we're sharing with uh, the company. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So uh, in the workflow, just so I, just so the, the, the audience understands, does this connect, does the G-score connect anywhere into kind of the other parts of the uh, 
talent acquisition technology stack, the ATS, the CRM, uh, programmatic? Does it touch anything else technology-wise for them? Uh, no, and it's well. We do give uh, sort of a menu of our API and uh, endpoints, right. so they can integrate whatever they want uh, into their client dashboards, their user dashboards, whatever they want. They can do has authentication and access, so they can do what they want. I love that. Uh, uh, that's up to them, but on purpose, it doesn't right depend on yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to. One of the things no. I love about it is you make it available, and if they want to, but if they don't want to connect it, they don't have to. No. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Uh, two questions uh, left on with G-Score. What's the next couple months look like uh, for G-Score? Like, you know, the rest of the year. Let's just go, you know, the rest of 2021. So 11 months. What does that look like for you all? Okay. Well, uh, we're starting to commercialize G-Score which means we're going to sort of uh, grow up in a few ways. One is um, I want to bring in some co-founders to mm -hmm. work with me, operating a couple levels above me uh, in three areas. One being uh, the, mo the most important one really is uh, distribution, sales and distribution. Right. Uh, another one would be um, finance. And the third one would be tech. tech. Tech really is my focus and we're doing a really good job. So I'm not, crazy about it, but I really would like to bring in somebody. And then I would more focus on um, the team development, our own team development. So that's one thing that's going to be happening in the next few months. Uh, we're looking to raise money. Uh, we, I'm now in the middle of sort of educating myself and learning and making alliances for a seed round, which I think will be somewhere around $3 million. Uh, my preference, if I had my choice, would be to find a corporate partner, a corporate, I don't want to use venture capital, but more a corporate partner in the industry who gets this and wants to um, mm -hmm. buy it or buy part of it, really, right? And, and make the thing happen. So I'm not chasing around Silicon Valley, uh, hustling for money. That's not what's happening. It's more... Um, being selective. I like that. I like that. Okay. The last question out is what did we not talk about as it relates to G score that we should have? Um, well, here's one. There is a use case. So besides the use case, which I described, which is uh, for job portals, staffing agencies, and sort of in the job posting and search results, there is a separate use case for job seekers. So we have a unique product called My Job Score. It is also a Chrome extension. It's free. Uh, there are a maximum number of scores a day, but there is a premium version available. And that allows someone doing a serious search on their own, nothing to do with any portals or anything. They can go out to any job posting anywhere and upload the three things we always need, which is resume, email, and zip code, just one time, get their score, they can download an image of their score and component score. So if they do apply somewhere, they can apply and attach the uh, image of their G-score, which shows their components. So if they get 85 or 89 or 91 for a specific job, they can always attach that image and maybe it will get the hiring manager excited about it. Not a bad thing for us to spread the word. So that's one thing I wanted to add. 
I love it. Brother, I knew our time would fly, and it did. And here we are. So I, I absolutely appreciate you carving out time and talking to us about G-Score. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to doing it again when we're further down the road. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for everyone for listening. And until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.